<laughs> inappropriate it would be totally. to, uh, <laughs> to say that uh, the flip side, but apparently, Matt don't even know. Now I don't even know what the, it's about. And then hearing you like tell stories and relive stories, like for stuff that I was there for, I'm like, I don't know if that's really how it happened. So now I'm. Uh, no, she question. said that. She said that. It was weird. I, I didn't pay any attention. Um, you were my firstborn. I thought that's what they said about every boy baby. I don't know. I have no idea. Yes, Chris. Right, but when you told me the story, you told you like insinuated that it was um, a comment on my wiener. Well, Which, yeah, because uh, she looked she looked at your junk and said, "Oh, he's going to be a ladies' man." <laughs> what well, are you thinking? For anyone who thinks this is a bragging story, <laughs> it hasn't grown an inch since then. It's the exact same size. <laughs> uh, I am surprised how uncomfortable you are with this, and this is well, it just hilarious. seems oh, dang. Well, yeah. It's, it's funny what? Said, Explain yourself. It just feels weird. I don't know. Drone. It'd be different if I was just telling you, but when everybody else hears it, it's like, oh. Is listening. Yeah, I don't want everybody else to hear all that stuff. Come on. <laughs> what do you think this is, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, um, so your baby boy um, had a birthday, yeah. and um, it is the worst, bar none, birthday week of my entire life. Um, damn. Well, I hate to hear that. You got a lot of a lot of nice um, birthday wishes from people. I Are think. you claiming? Does it surprise you that I say this? Yeah. Well, I know you've been in some funk lately, so um, there's that. But yeah, I, I hate to hear that. It's one of the worst you've ever had, for sure. But you're not surprised. No, no. Like I said, you've been kind of in a down mood lately. Hmm. That's what it is. Well, okay. might, might be a little more than that, but it's a lot more than that. Yeah, I know. It's it's really starting to um, get to you. I can tell, and it's hard because I don't know what to do or say either. I don't understand why you're just kind of a little confused why you're. Um, Almost like playing like like this if this isn't like a known thing. Are you trying to like protect the pebbles or something? I'm trying to protect you. Well, how's that? Well, I don't I don't like sharing. All... I right, don't know. What are we doing here, Mama? This is, this is like we we brought them all in. This is yeah, yeah, I know. And, and the only things I don't want to share with uh, I, I I don't share with them is the stuff I can't share with them. Yeah, I know. Which is kind of some of the stuff that's been happening. I can't really. There's now two stories, one of which is uh, the explanation of why I stopped, why I dropped out of a fraternity and the inciting incident there that happened surrounding it. And then there's been a lot of more, a lot, another really traumatic fucking thing that's happened that I can't uh, really. And I know it's like that sucks, and I didn't, I hate, I'd be annoyed if I was out there and, and I had to hear there's something that happened, but I can't. I won't know about it. No, that shit sucks. But I think there are things we can talk about that are important to the story of incarceration and what it's like to go in through this stuff, right? Because I have people reach out to me all the time, and especially with all these birthday wishes, and it's, you know, and it's beautiful and humbling and stuff. The, the things they say about inspiring and this, that, and the other thing, but when your mind is just mush and you're just 
fucked and it's nothing matters anymore and you just don't have the energy to even really wake up in the morning. Um, you know, like they're talking about someone different than you and, and it's like you're, everything's too far away and foggy to really hear clearly, you know? Yeah, I can, this is like the first time, I know this is like, you said it's the first time that you've kind of uh, been feeling this bad since you've been, first were incarcerated. And for me, it's the first time I've I've heard you so down and frustrated and it's hard to listen to the tone of your voice when we talk because I can tell that you're not in a good frame of mind. Yeah, and I think that's important to talk about, though, from like your perspective and also mine, which is uh, you you sounded like you kind of wanted to gloss over it. You were hoping I wouldn't bring it up or something today? Yeah, it's it's hard because when you're a parent, when you're, when you're a kid, I don't care how old you are, when your child goes through something, you feel it too. And I guess I, I do try to suppress it and gloss over it because it's hard. Right. It's really hard. Well, yeah, I, I um, I, there's this like fine line that's like I, I get, I'm in a tricky position when it comes to some of these things because I don't know how much there is you can do for me, right? And I don't want to needlessly worry you because I know what that feels like to be. I worry. You remember how worried I would get about people and the, the dogs and just if if you were late for work one day, how freaked out I would get and how paranoid and, and like, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, you've always been like that since you were little. Very like almost concerned. neurotic, right? You have yeah. one minute remaining. There she is. Yeah, um, you were, would be very, a lot of anxiety as a young kid because yeah. uh, you were what worried you about some others. Do you think that um, that might have been after Sparky died? I know it was after Sparky died, yes. I yeah. remember you saying I changed after that. Yeah. And Sparky was your was your puppy dog. Uh, I'm thinking closer to like nine ish, ten because um, she passed away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, right? Yep, right around there. You definitely changed after Sparky died. My childhood dog. Yeah, you were so close to her. Slept in my bed, love her so much. Remember, I had the pillow, her pillow that I kept (laughs) in my twenties. Yeah, long time. Yes, I think that's where that came from, for sure. Yeah, so knowing that, what that feels like, that paranoia and that fear and that worry about someone you care about. Thank you for using GTL. All right, so we're back. And what uh, I think what I was getting at was having a real personal understanding of the effects of worrying about someone, especially when when you can't do anything about it. Um, yeah, that was a really big anxiety for me. If you were late from coming home from work, I'd give you 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I'd start getting worried. Half an hour, panic, I'm calling people. An hour, I'm losing my shit. And in my mind, you had gotten into, actually, it started when we lived on, on base, in Patrick River's base, and that was after Sparky died. You used to go away for reserves for the weekend, and if you were late coming back at all, I was panic mode. And um, yeah. I probably needed therapy around that time. Not that people were doing therapy then, really, especially for younger people. 
but now that I'm looking back, that was a real grown-up anxiety I had. Um, and and I think that's probably when my OCD little tendencies and habits started, too. Yeah, I think it probably was, now that I'm looking back. And, you know, right. while I'm looking back at it, I think I just passed it off as you being sensitive or emotional or something instead of realizing the anxiety involved. Yeah, I would panic and and just be so worrisome. And actually, you know, I was telling someone recently that I had this uh, effect. But when we were in Palm Bay one time, like any time I would hear an ambulance or something, or I remember we would go to Disney and the whole time I'd be worried because we'd have to put the dogs out back that they would have gotten out and got run over by a car and just real, a real Woody Allen-esque, except darker, paranoia and um, anxiety um, and doomsday type scenarios going on. But, um, yeah, so I guess knowing that, like wanting to protect the people that I care about out in the world, I... I say I eat it, like I eat that shit. Like I don't get to, I don't tell everyone, right? And you can pick up on stuff, but I, but I, I minimize, or I just, to just swallow it and just keep it to myself. Um, but there's consequences to that, and, and I, you know I learned that this time. And um, yeah, and I had, um, you say you like kind of notice some stuff, but. You know, I think when I told you, you were like, well, you seemed all right. And then I started pointing out, you know, I mean, I think pretty sure even on the show, I had told JD or someone that, you know, I remembered what it feels like not to want to wake up in the morning again, you know? Yeah. Uh, while I've been in here. And that stuff, it just becomes like a, a snake eating its own tail, you know? It's, uh, it just feeds on itself and... You know, I know all the things that I'm supposed to do to pull me out of a, something like that, but the catch-22 to that whole thing is that when you when you get so when you get to a state where nothing fucking matters, like you don't give a shit about anything, you're just exhausted. And you want you have to give a fuck in order to to do the work to get better, right? To maintain your mental um, integrity and, and health and all that stuff and and when everything goes away and you're exhausted and you just want everything to end and you're just miserable and nothing seems to be doing anything for yourself it's hard to find the motivation to do the arduous work because it's not an immediate thing you start doing that work and then it takes weeks you know and um to, to start like climbing out of that hole you know yeah i uh yeah, stuff got stuff's been, been pretty bad for me in here in a way that I've even protected the pebbles and everything from. You know, I, I would hint at it and talk about it, but I don't think anyone knew how bad it was. Um, and it's like to the point where I got to go. Like, if I'm gonna cry, I gotta to roll over and face the window um, in my bunk, or I gotta go to the shower, or I gotta pretend like I'm taking a shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's hard on this end of it too. Um, because I, I feel helpless. Because what do you do when somebody's in that dark of a place, and you can't you can't talk to them face to face? You can't be with them. It's it's hard all the way around. But you're sounding a little bit better. I mean, I can tell in your voice, your voice sounds a little lighter today. Yeah. Um, 
there was one person during all of this that um that kind of was like an anchor for me that like just kept me afloat um just long enough to like reach a point where I could I had to start I had to promise to start getting doing what it takes to get my feet back under me you know and uh yeah. Yeah. So, stuff that's been going on, and um, you know, I stopped calling most people. There were some other things. It's just like when when shit like this happens, it seems to come in just a torrential downpour. You know, just one thing after another, after another, after another, where you just can't catch your breath, and you and you're just like, Jesus Christ! I just need one day to go by. I just need one fucking day to go by where it's not. An event, like an, a world-ending event happening. And things got really tenuous, like some really weird, crazy, fucked-up, shady, like it, just some shit has been going on. And I, I, I seem to be finding my way out of it, and there's people along the way that that I, I had to promise I would I would do what it takes to, to get right, you know, to, uh, to just go through the motions and just know that you know, putting in the work, because I, I don't know, I'm just in a fucked up position, you know, this place is tough, it's exhausting, you know, I whatever, I don't want to just sit here and complain about my, my circumstance, but, but it, this is a real thing, the, uh, the mental toll that this place takes on you if you're awake while you're in here, right, if you're not just, you know, some blissfully ignorant person or... You know, so um Yeah, so, you've yeah, had a been... you've had a lot happening lately too. Um some some of it on a positive side. You said today that you had some uh registration going on for your new semester. Yeah, and you had to even call to get that done because everyone else had filled their FAFSA stuff FAFSA stuff out um uh, for financial aid and picked out did all that stuff. Mine's just gone, just lost just nothing from it and I still didn't when I got called over the other day it was to pick out classes I still haven't had done my financial aid yet uh, but I but I managed to do that the new the, the Ben Affleck char- character from the accountant is gone the Bobby Moynihan guy is gone and I guess he's fired or something but he, he it was just too much for him he was a disaster who just wouldn't respond so I picked out classes most of the stuff they offer this time is business stuff so I tried to take three classes, but one of them would have been a double up for this one category I needed. So I took children's literature for English, and I took understanding music. So I wanted to take more, but we don't have all of the uh, classes available um, in prison. There's only certain ones available each semester. So yeah, you are pretty limited. Yeah, I did that. I've really been trying to just make it out of this semester. Um, But uh, so yeah, so that's. uh, that's uh, that's what's been going on, and you know, you asked me, I think, with it, without fully understanding, like, hey, what do you think? There's any chance we could do an episode or something? And what do you remember my response? You're like, no, I can't right now. I just, I'm not, I can't do it. I'm not in the right mind. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. Yeah, I said, uh, absolutely. Like, I don't think you understand. There's no fucking way. I think I actually said there's no fucking way I could do it a show right now like I can't even I can't even like get myself to have like 10 minutes of of just 
just, you know, run-of-the-mill thoughts and shit. Like, I, I certainly can't do that. And, you know, I love J.D. There's, you know, I'm talking to J.D. just to let him know because he worries too, you know. And um, so I call him or send him a JPay and tell him I'm still alive and whatever. But, you know, he's, he's doing his best to just shoot the shit. And he's like, so what's up? You talked to Doug? And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to anyone. He's like, so you've been writing? And I'm like, no, man, I haven't been writing You've been, I have, listen, bro, I haven't been doing fucking anything. Like, there's nothing I'm doing, like, other than trying to make it through another 24 hours. Not even 24 hours to make it to the next count time. That's, like, the only thing I'm doing. Like, I can't breathe. I can't fucking sleep. I can't. There's nothing that, I, that I'm doing. And, 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 and he's obviously, you know, uh, you know worried about me. Yeah. But uh, I'm in this weird position where I guess it's not weird for most people, but, you know, I made this promise, like, after what happened, like, I don't ever have that right again, right, to tap out early, to call it quits. But, like I said, when you get to a point where you just don't give a fuck anymore, you don't care about your word. You don't care about what you said that you can't do. You don't care because, you know, that's, that's based on, like, integrity in... Um, not just not being a total piece of shit. And when you're that fucked up, you, I, I don't care about being, fuck you. you. Who thinks I'm a piece of shit? You do? Okay, well, fuck off. I don't give a shit what you think or what anyone thinks. So, you know, whatever. So so that's kind of what's been going on, and it's been a slow creep, but hit a crescendo recently. And um, along with some of the other stuff that happened, I, I reached a point where it was like, well, then just do it. It's either do it and, and be done with it or, um, or get your shit together. And so uh, I made a couple promises to a couple people uh, to get my shit together. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do now, is get my shit together. Yeah, you do sound uh, much better today. Yeah. Um, so well, it's, it's like... back to, to the old body, but you're getting there. I can tell by your voice. There's a, it's a ways, you know, um, it'll get rough again later today and then I'll work out, you know what I mean? Like, but, um, making the commitment to do whatever I can to try to get right, um, is kind of in itself a, a relief that I've like made a decision about what is going to happen going forward and, and, uh, all that stuff. Another, uh, battle that you have to, you have to, you have to win. Unfortunately. And, uh, my birthday comes along, and you are, are just a million... You have one minute remaining. Just a million people sending uh, well wishes, and not just written ones, but pictures um, holding signs as if the Mama C literally had a gun to their head, like their hostages. <laughs> and, like, in my misery, like, I, I, I didn't click on all of them all at once, but I would click on them and just go... That's so depressing. <laughs> That's so, it really looks like, like in my mind, you were like, listen, Bobby's going through it. You guys just do this. I need you to do this. And they're just like, hey, <laughs> I don't know. Man. It's the sweetest thing in the world. But um, it also yeah, looks like you, uh, you were it was you hard because, children tied up in a basement or something. Man, uh, it was hard because you were going through all this. Like, you were really deep into it, and I couldn't tell them. You know, it's not my place to tell them. It's your place. And right. here I am. Well, send them happy birthday messages. Of course, I did this, like, 
I did this before I'll join you. Right. This was yeah. like, like four weeks Thank you ago. for using GTL. Yeah. All right. We back. Back. Well, uh, I don't want to take too much time. You know, this is, uh, we weren't even sure we were going to have anything this week. I think we both kind of, I think you might probably assume, as, as I did, that there wasn't going to be anything this week. Or who knows for how long. You know what I mean? I had more immediate things to kind of deal with. And, um, you know, it, it was never about not being able to talk about this stuff, right? Because this is warts and all, and the pebbles, all, everyone that's listening, even the ones that uh, are listening to my voice right now that have never reached out to me and I don't know your name or who you are, um, you're all a part of this journey now. And um, the knowledge of, of the relationships that I know about that we've built, but also the ones that um, that just listen to me on their way to work or when they're staying up late at night and can't sleep. We're all a part of, um, are now a part of, the, are factored into who I have in my corner, who I care about, what responsibilities I have, and... Um, you don't know it, but it's been a, it's, it's kind of trippy that this is a, a thing. You know, obviously if you meet someone, someone's in your life, they factor in, but to have this whole giant community of people that uh, are now part of it, it's just, uh, it's humbling. It can be frustrating too, where uh, it feels like this other responsibility that, I have to, like, kind of worry about, too, you know, but it got to a point where it was just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I can't really do anything. Anyways, you know, last week I wasn't capable either, and um, we went with what the commutation one, right? Yeah, we uh, shared the commutation recording with everybody. So we went from a commutation talking about how much I value life and how great everything is and all the shit I've learned, um... And while that one is posting, the 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 exact opposite of that is going on behind the scenes. And so I know this is like breakneck uh, shift from last week to this week, but this is what's going on. And, you know, the commitment is uh, good, bad, or ugly to tell the, the story of incarceration. And this, for me personally, has been part of it recently. And um, But like all things, this... If you if you if you stick around long enough and don't uh, call it quits early, things turn around. And over the last couple of days, I've kind of realized, the last day or two, I've kind of realized that um, that things could be worse. And you know, I talk about this coming to prison. It took it took me losing everything, and it took coming to prison for me to wake up to how great my life was and then could continue to be if I just chose to view it that way. And sometimes we need we need to be shaken out of our, our, our sleepwalking state, and that's what the show in its best moments, I hope, is, is to shake people awake without having to, them to, the, to have to wander in traffic and be struck by a goddamn Mack truck like I was. Um, but even though that, you know, that I, I'd woken up, uh, it's easy to fall back asleep, and it's easy to let uh, things slowly get on top of you, little granule by granule until 
you can't lift your arms up anymore and you can't breathe and, and everything seems hopeless and meaningless and then you get pushed right to the edge of another um, calamity or tragedy and of which like you affect people you care about and all this stuff and you get slapped awake again and you either have to make a choice to to um, to take control of everything and, and to push forward and to decide to focus on the positive shit and the real important shit through all the chaos and turmoil and tumult and, and strife and just everything else. And so, you know, I, I've been reminded of what's important and, I, and I'm not out of it yet, but uh, I decided to, that, that this isn't going to be it and uh, a lot more to do. Just uh, got a couple more years, you know, if this commutation doesn't go through, but even if it doesn't, it's uh that's one thing that never stops is time. So so yeah, I guess that's that's it. Um anything you wanna add? We got a new uh old cousin Greg somehow managed to get a, a box out and uh sent the mixer, which I guess is his resignation letter, but also an act of generosity that doesn't surprise me is the best. And he sent you the mixer, right? Yeah, he did, which was really nice. So I uh we now have a Vegas studio. So that's cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm still playing around with the levels and how to actually get it uh, pulled together. So hopefully on the next one we'll be all set. Yeah, so that was really nice. Yeah. But let me just add, too, honey. I just want to say this. While I was waiting for you to call back, <clears throat> I don't. there's a lot about depression and mental wellness I don't understand. And there are pebbles out there who are like me. And by you sharing your story... It helps, it helps people like me understand too. So you don't just help and reach people who suffer from depression, um, like you do. You, you affect a lot more than that. So, um, and I know it's hard for me to talk about it sometimes, but it's not, it's really not about me. It's about you being a better person and you getting better. So, you know, and they, may push back and try to gloss over some things. And I appreciate how you make me think of and about what I'm talking about. So thank you. Well, you've come a long way. And um, much to my surprise, considering what some of the past um, attempts at recording were, like years ago when we first downloaded the app, um, I really, who would have thought that we would have chemistry <laughs> together and that you do really well <laughs> on these. Um, but I think the most important question before we leave is, I mean, as well as you can remember, obviously you're not, um, you don't have a photographic memory or anything, but how big was my baby dick? That was, was it, uh, was she just, was she just flattering me or was it, uh, I love you, kid. <laughs> all right. On behalf of an object, on an objectified baby half Korean, um, Kid, born sometime in the 80s, Mama C, all the depressed and undepressed bubbles out there, the ones who sent um, hostage videos, forced to hold happy birthday signs up, written on paper, <laughs> whatever else, you know, we love you. And um, this ride ain't over yet. No. So uh, stick around and uh, we'll keep delivering the straight dope if you keep listening. 
So, on behalf of everyone, we love you. We are. We love you. We are gone. We gone. Hi, everybody. Mama C here. For the complete library, full episodes, and bonus content, mainly to support this cause, visit Notes from the Pen on Patreon. To learn more about body and prison reform, visit our website, notesfromthepen.com. And follow us on Twitter to stay current. This has been another Notes from the Pen production. You know what I noticed, too? Besides the tone of your voice, how I can tell when things are getting to you, I can also tell when they're getting to you because you, you say fuck a lot again. Not that it matters, you know what I mean? I, I'm just saying I can tell. Just saying you, it again? Yeah, do you realize that? I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. I really try. I can't help it. It's so stupid. I hate it. I hate it. It gives me the cringe. It makes me cringe thinking about that I say it so much, but I don't notice it at all. Yeah, well, considering your, your environment, I'm sure the fuck is every other word in there. Oh, you pick it up. And so you're saying when I'm depressed, I say it less? You say it more. When I'm depressed. Yeah, when you're feeling anxiety oh. and frustrated and... Oh. Yeah. This one wasn't as bad? Um, no, my point is this one, you had quite a few fucks in it. But no, but, but you were relaying how you felt. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that you said fuck without thinking about it in this one when you were retelling how you felt you said fuck a lot and that's how right, you well let's just start doing a counter leave this little uh, this little postscript clip in there because I want everyone to know that I don't it's like a direct thing I don't know it must be a gauge of how I'm doing mentally so if, if people start to hear a ramp up <laughs> maybe think I'm going to see a little a little fuck counter because I actively <laughs> cringe when I think about how much I I apparently say it, I don't ever notice it. And I just read a book called Unfuck Your Brain, and I don't mind someone cussing in a book, but it's over the top. It's way too much cussing by this doctor lady. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I hate that about myself. Right back into oh. a depression. Thanks. Oh, see? <laughs> I know, but... Fucking right. ridiculous. <laughs> you fucking put me right back into a fucking <laughs> mental fuck state. For fuck's sake, why the fuck did you do this, you fuckhead? I love you, honey. I swear I do. You crack me up. <laughs> You're my favorite person to make laugh. <laughs> All right, honey. I love you, too. Keep me posted on what? your college classes and, and financing and stuff. Well, listen, when you and I do them, like, lately, they're, they're, I feel good about the ones you and I do. Did you notice I say you and I now instead of you and me? Yeah, I know. That's cool. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's the proper all... way to speak. Well, it is, you and I. Right, but instead of saying you and me, like which is what I usually yeah. say, you and me. Yeah, you're a college I boy now. Well, I'm changed boy. by some people. And to, uh, I also would say stuff like this. I write good, which I don't see anything wrong. Now I do, I guess, grammatically see something wrong with it. But I didn't... Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's too. wrong with that? You're supposed to be I right write well? well? Okay. Yeah. I write good. <laughs> you can say you smell good, though. You smell well? Yeah, see, that sounds weird. You smell well, but you write well? Smell good is more of an adjective, and I write good is more of like a verb, like an action or something? Yeah, I guess. 
smell mm. is passive and, and writing is a- active. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and I don't mean this last part to include, <laughs> but definitely include the fuck counter one. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I like it. <laughs> 